brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Listen to this sound that my co-host can make. Does anyone hear that? <laughs> I don't think anyone hear that. Those things called it's ASMR videos. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Producer Mark, have we got the technology to make this go from one headphone to another? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Give it great. A, go on. Let's, let's do the ASMR <sighs> Matt Dyson nasal sounds. <sighs> and he chuckled Flip his chops at the end. those ears. <laughs> Which side are we on now? Are we on the left or the right? Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> right, on the way, uh, once again, I start talking about bins. Um, we won't go into it too much here in the bonus material because you're going to find out in probably what will be about 20 minutes in real time uh, what my concern is with bins at the moment. Mm. Um, but we have had a message from a, a binman yes. who, who can move multiple bins in the same move. Well, he got in touch earlier, didn't he, Yeah, for, about his dust cart. He bragged about carrying three wheelie bins in one go. Um, which was quite impressive. Um, and he's not giving us his name, annoyingly, this uh, bin man, but he does want you to join them on, on a round once, which I, is something I should think we should really make happen. Well, I would, with be, your love of bins. I would be honoured. I'm honoured to be asked to join the great group of bin people up and down the country, but my real main interest is post binman care. Yes. So what they do, they've already got it sorted. Yeah. But I need to, there needs to be a, a group of people, almost like community support officers, yeah. who go around after the binmen have done their fine work and just put all of the bins back in a nice row, make sure yeah. the lids are shut, pick up those little bits of recycling they often leave just on the street. You're like a, the helper, you're a little binman's helper, aren't you? I'm a little binman's helper. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's told us how to do the three-bin technique. Uh, this is a groundbreaking uh, move if you're listening, any bin men listening or any bin men friends listening. Or so, just, just go, if you've got your headphones in, go outside, gather your bin and a couple of your neighbour's bins and mm, give this a go right Try now. it, do it a lot, do it as, we, as you're listening to the podcast. So Take us through step one. You flip one of the bins up. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to get the bins. You flip. Let me get the bins. Hang on. Yeah, okay, okay. Hang on. Hang on, hang on they're, all, they're all numbered in, in order. <laughs> Rather anally in order. And uh, right. all the same number painting on them. So, yeah. you first you get bin number one. You flip it up. Then you lay it on top of the other one. So the handles are together. Handles so you've together. got like so they meet at the handle so you've got the handles together so you can grip both handles while holding onto two bins jobs are good uh, the other hand has another bin so it's a three bin technique yeah I think he could do four if you really pushed it but do you want to try and do four no <laughs> I think I'll put my back out <laughs> prepare yourselves we liked his voice so much we put it in a podcast it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast Absolute Radio. In a story arc 24 hours in the making, gives me great pleasure to report to you all that the hairy hole has been cleaned. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Technology can be such a cruel mistress. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Ah, there we go. (laughs) I mean, every now and again, we do get gremlins in the system here at Absolute Radio, and... You know, a song will just suddenly start playing or it will suddenly decide to drop all the news production out, those kind of things. But never before has it mugged me off to use the South phrase <laughs> enough for me to declare my hairy hole has been cleaned and then just, <laughs> just, just play the new one by Rich Nascroft yeah. on Absolute Radio. you don't really get a chance to reset it for people who don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. It just sounds a, like... A lot of people have since stopped listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most, Why is he announcing this? <laughs> the strangest, most confessional opening to a radio show ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> my hairy hole has been cleaned. Right. That's it. That's all I've got to say. Fortunately for us, we were talking about this the same time yesterday, so hopefully <laughs> we have retained the same listenership. Yeah. And they all know we're discussing the little gap in the broadcasting desk here, which mm. has become full of just all the weird and wonderful things you can imagine, and a lot of fluff and a lot of hair. Yes. Hence the aforementioned hairy hole. Yeah. It has been cleaned. Yes, praise be. But that's not the big news. The big news is uh, Matt Dyson's bought a new shirt and he didn't tell me about <laughs> it. it. I d- what I d- the hell's going I on? I know I'm supposed to tell you this before I wear it, but I just thought I'd throw it on this morning. I was running very late as well, so I just threw it on. I forgot my glasses, threw on the shirt. The reason I don't wear shirts very often is because I can't be bothered to iron them. I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't so mean to is, be rude, but look, come on, This man. is new. This is new, so I haven't yeah, needed to Yeah, but you to iron, iron it because it's got the folds in it from oh, when it came no, out oh, of the... No, unless it's got a linen in. content. No, it was hanging. It, was, it wasn't folded. It wasn't, like, from a plastic packet with all those weird little bits of plastic in. Yeah. I hate those shirts. And the pins in the collars. and It seems so unnecessary. Oh, collar pins, yeah, this, unnecessary. Yeah. Thing, you'll you'll lose one of them, and then you'll just have one really straight collar. Yeah. In the world of plastic that sits on the top. Of the yeah. there. It's like, what is going on? What's that doing to marine life, people? Take it out, hang it on a hanger. That's how I bought this. I bought it off a hanger. Right, okay. So, yeah, that's so there shouldn't be any. It's quite, um, may I, you know, you've moved into a yeah. country village <laughs> and, you, and you know, yeah. you've I mean, bought a barber I'm jacket it, yeah. and you know, you've got a seven seater Volvo. <laughs> yeah. One day you wake up and suddenly you're that guy. <laughs> it's but now you've gone full Jacob Rees Mogg. It's right now. <laughs> Have <laughs> you got a my... monocle, Hunter Wellies, all of it? It's unbelievable. Oh, no, Hunter Wellies is the next stop. Matt's broadcasting to you now on horseback. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I have married into a Manchester United supporting family. Which means, just to keep the peace, I've got to touch on that epic victory last night and so many people are getting in touch as well a lot of United fans listening to the show and sharing their first thoughts like morning day first thought was that the best man United comeback second leg game ever bye bye PSG and Dave take a bow Manchester United awesome from Kenny in Edinburgh wow yeah I mean it's hard for me to get excited about Manchester United but that was an amazing an amazing comeback. What is it? No one's done that in a, a second leg comeback from that 2 0. It's like the shackles are off in the second leg. For, was it ever or was it ever? No one's ever done it. No one's if, ever yeah, done it. Yeah, in one of knockout rounds, if you've lost 2 0 at home, maybe it's away as well, but if yeah. definitely at home, um, no one's ever come back. It's, the, it's almost disappointing that. Manchester United had that great comeback in 1999 yeah. because it kind of because we they can't legitimately say last night oh it was the best Manchester United performance in the Champions League ever no. but it was second best definitely it was great it's amazing and I'm having Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the only way he'll win oh, well, I mean, football yeah, does great. that every now and again yeah exactly and there's a lovely picture of uh, Eric Cantona Alex Ferguson and Ole all together after the match but it's, you know I, I'm happy for Manchester United for once but Rashford, the pressure that was on Marcus Rashford at the end, I mean, that was intense. Four minutes into injury time, he gets the penalty. 21 years old, up against Buffon, who's 41, who I think uh, played his first Champions League game before Rashford was born. My goodness. And the pressure on that young England striker, and he handled the pressure. The ref made him re-spot the ball. They were waiting around for ages. All that pressure to score the key goal, and he put it away. Well done, Marcus Rashford. Great for English football. 
Um, I mean, it doesn't really affect me because obviously I'm much closer to Marcus's age. But it is nice to know. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Stop laughing. Like, it is nice to know that there are people of a certain age yeah. still playing professional football at the highest level. Before we all, level. before we all have to become Frank Lampard's derby, yeah. it's nice to know that there are men of a certain age playing football at the highest level. I thought you meant it didn't affect you in that uh, your team's obviously not in a different league, you know, to um, to Manchester yeah. United. Different league, different age. Yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Okay, it's great. Matter of bubbling time with a brand new quiz. It's a Wikipedia quiz. Uh, wiki, yeah. wiki, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I've got here is effectively famous people from different worlds so sport, music, film, TV. And I've selected a random paragraph from their Wikipedia page, and you have to tell me who the person is. Okay. All right. Wow, nice. Hope you're playing along at home. So, first of all, uh, just as an example, just to give you an idea of how it's going to work, um, this is paragraph five of a person's Wikipedia page, and it reads, he has won the Radio Academy Gold Award for Glenn. Breakfast Show of the Year. Yes, Glenn. Dave is it Perry. you? Yeah, it is me. Yes! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, by, by chance, we fell on that fact, didn't we? You could yeah. have given me enough time, Glenn, to read out all the <laughs> See, other go, awards. Go through the accolades, go through the accolades. <laughs> Pretend I didn't say anything. Fancy <laughs> <laughs> buzzing in after the first one. OK. So, would you like to play along with someone from the world of sport, film, TV, or music? You're working collectively. Oh, we're not against each other. Okay, you're against each other. Yes. Let's oh. do that. Let's make it a competition. Okay, yeah. Great. <laughs> Who picks the category then? You just you can do that, can't you guys? Come do on, film. Do I feel film. like I'm film. driving to the second seat right now. Yes. Film. Start with okay. Film. Okay. In paragraph 12, sentence one of this person's Wikipedia page, it reads. He is close friends with Coldplay lead singer Chris Martin and appears as a violin-playing Elvis impersonator in Coldplay's 2010 single, Christmas Lights. Whose Wikipedia page is that from? (laughs) Movie star. I don't think I've ever seen that video, to be honest. No. That's quite hard. Um, Emma? Uh, That's tough. Who's friends with Chris Martin? Are they British? They are British. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. A warm welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we're doing the uh, Wikipedia quiz. It's new. Everyone's playing along. It's lovely. Uh, Plot spoiler, Mary, it's not Nigel Kennedy, but Nick (laughs) from Hawley, (laughs) Pete from Chesant, Mark in Weybridge, Simon in Greenwich, you all got it right. I had randomly selected this section from a rich and famous person's Wikipedia entry. The team didn't have a Scooby-Doo who it was. In paragraph 12, sentence one of this person's wiki, it says he is close friends with Coldplay lead singer Chris Martin and appears as a violin-playing Elvis impersonator in Coldplay's 2010 single, Christmas Lights. Whose Wikipedia page is that from? Guys, you've had enough time now to mull it over. Still no idea. Still no idea. And I still refuse to look it up. You can't look it up. Well, as I say, all you people were right with Simon Pegg. Oh, obviously. There was a time in my broadcasting career where Simon Pegg wasn't quite big enough, not big as he is now, and the fact he was friends with Chris Martin from Coldplay was one of the lead questions Uh, that you would ask him. So, Chris Martin. (laughs) But now, obviously, he's Mr Star Trek and everything else. He's got got his own career. Should we have another one? Please, please. please. An easier one. Sport. In paragraph four, sentence two of this person's Wikipedia page, it reads, As a 13-year-old, he appeared in a well-known English advert for McDonald's in which he played keepy-uppies during the... Dyson. 19- Dyson. 
David Beckham, I think, was it? Oh, no, I don't no, know who it was. You're it? frozen out. Keep you up as you're in the 1994 oh. FIFA World Cup campaign. Remember the little kid in the back yeah, garden? Yeah, yeah. No. What, what year was this? 94. No, I don't well, remember We were that. only five. Yeah, well, you could, but you, well, I mean, you could no watch things retrospectively, it. can't you? <laughs> they just always hark on about it now, don't they? They always There's loads of articles looking back at it. Oh, look at this child who turned into a footballing superstar. Uh, Scott S- Parker. Yeah, that was it. That was my second guess. Current oh. Fulham interim manager, Scott Parker. Yeah. Um, OK, let's do another one, shall we? Music. Yes. OK. In paragraph eight, sentence one of this person's Wikipedia page, it reads, in his spare time, he enjoys crafting abstract furniture in his carpentry workshop. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it music, yeah? It is music. Uh, Glenn. Glenn. Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good guess. He does do a bit of that, doesn't he, I think? Does carpentry, he? yeah. Meatloaf with his hammer and chisel. No, it's not no, meatloaf. No, I knew that wasn't going to be paragraph uh, eight. Dyson. Uh, F- Phil Collins. It's not, Phil <laughs> it's not Phil Collins. This is a great idea for a show. ITV, yeah. tea time, celebrities doing carpentry, meatloaf and Phil Collins. Oh, I thought you meant the Wikipedia oh, right. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Celebrity um, carpentry, yeah. Emma? No, we're not very good at this, are we? It's Franz Ferdinand, frontman. Alex Capras. That was a tough one, man. Of course it was. He was obviously the the first name we were all thinking of. It was on the the tour, wasn't it? So I don't think I've gone too niche with Scott Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The Wikipedia quiz will return at some stage. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So we know that many homes up and down the country, those containing children, will be a hive of activity right now as people, uh, some people, I don't want to cast aspersions here, will be cobbling together some costumes. And we cut right now live to one such household and we speak to Andrea. Good morning, Andrea. Hi there. How are you doing? All right, thank you. So your daughter, Gracie, is going on World Book Day as a naturalist and conservationist born in 1925, Gerald Durrell OBE. That's quite a feat. You've done more research than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was a big fan of the Gerald Durrell books growing up as well. My my dad was very keen on me and my little sister to read them. So um, how, how long have you had to make the costume, Andrea? Um, well, originally she actually wanted to go with something else, and I forgot about it, as you do. No. And about three nights ago, I suggested something that was a bit simpler to do. Okay. And yes, yeah, she came up just, with this one. Just an old bloke with so, a beard. So, yeah, I've had about three nights to budget. You've just given Gracie a pipe and a beard. <laughs> Off you go. There you go, Captain Birds. I have a great day at school. Great. Like Happy World Book Day. Um, can we speak to Gracie, please, Andrea? You certainly can. Thank Hang you. Hang on. Hello. Hello, Gracie. I'm Dave. How are you? Good. Excellent. This is my friend Matt. <laughs> Hi, Gracie. Hi, Matt. Um, so, why were you so desperate on World Book Day to go to school dressed as Gerald Durrell, OBE, born in 1925? Um, it's because um, I really like animals um, and. There's stories about him in a country called Corfu. Yes, part um, of Greece, yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah, and there's lots of animals there. It's a lovely story, isn't it, Gracie? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's nice. How old are you, Gracie? 
Um, I'm ten. You're ten. I was just saying to your mummy that even though I'm, well, just a little bit older than you, Gracie, <laughs> I'm twelve. I'm the big one too now. Uh, I used to really enjoy those books as well. Um, so how do you think mummy's done with making your costume? Are you happy with what she's made? I'm fairly happy because we didn't have three days. Yeah. Okay, so three days. So fairly happy. So what does it consist of? What what are you wearing for the My Family and Other Animals outfit? Um, I'm wearing some um, brown trousers, mm. um, two belts going across my chest, um, and then two pouches. Okay. I'm just having a little look at Gerald Durrell. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got two belts that go across the front of you with some pouches. Yeah, I don't actually even know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not like you right now, I'm afraid, Gracie. <laughs> oh. Have you got a fake beard or is no no beard? Pardon? Because uh, he had a beard, didn't he? Have you got a beard? No. Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. Are you that. looking forward to World Book Day? Are you looking forward to seeing what all of your friends have come as as well? Yeah, definitely. Have you got a best friend you'd like to say hello to on the radio, Gracie? Um. Well, there's Maggie from my class and also um, Amelie. Maggie and Amelie. Nice. Do you know what Maggie and Amelie are going as on World Book Day? Um, no. No, okay. They kept it a surprise. David Bellamy and Sir David Attenborough. (laughs) (laughs) What a trio. (laughs) The world is safe, thanks to the next generation. Gracie, have a lovely World Book Day. It's been so lovely talking with you. Thank you. Okay, say goodbye to your mummy for us as well. Oh, bye. Bye, Andrea. <laughs> Take care. Bye now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Matt. Go on, read it out. Just had a text saying, my family and other animals was about Gerald Durrell's childhood on Corfu. Why would he have a beard? <laughs> I mean, I already regretted asking that question at first, so um, now point. it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ten. <laughs> oh, dear. Hi, Dave. I'm making an emergency quiver for World Book Day right now. Oh, ah! Wow, that sounds tough. Says Michelle in Beckham. No one should be having to make an emergency quiver for their child at quarter past seven in the no, morning. No, I hope that sellotape holds together. You don't want the arrows falling everywhere, do you? No, of course not. Um, it'd be the laughing stuff. Yeah. Listen to this. I hadn't even considered this. This is great insight, isn't it? This is a section, and I I can't believe this has been rolled out across all schools up and down the UK. So for all you teachers out there, spare a thought for Sarah in Worthing. And she says, try being a teacher on World Book Day, especially in a secondary school where the kids don't have to dress up. But us staff are expected to wander around all day in full costume. (laughs) You have to discipline a 15-year-old dressed as Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute nightmare. You have my deepest sympathy, Sarah. Have a word with the head teacher. This has to change. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Right now, we are joined on line one by Mr Willis. Good morning, Mr Willis. Good morning. How you doing, my friend? I'm fantastic, thank you. Okay, so on World Book Day, we just touched on the fact that uh, some teachers are going in in costume, even though the pupils don't necessarily have to do that themselves. (laughs) And this has befallen you. What are you currently, or who are you currently dressed as, Mr Willis? Um, I'm currently dressed as Severus Snape from Harry Potter. Snape's on line one. And uh, what have you had to do this morning so far dressed as Snape? 
Well, um, I've had to drive to work, to, to school, um, and I realised upon the drive to school that I'd actually run out of petrol. So I had to go to the petrol station um, <laughs> in a full outfit with a wig on, <laughs> so you've got the, the long black wig on and then just the full neck-to-floor gown. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, during that last song when producer Mark was talking to you off-air, you were going through a drive through McDonald's to get a bacon roll as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got some funny looks there as well. <laughs> so, are the pupils um, required to dress up at your school? Um, no. So, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. But you are. The upper year never dress up. Yeah, oh. yeah most of the teachers do. So. Oh, my goodness. You know that bit in the office where David Brent gets fired and then it reveals that he's dressed half as a man? Yeah. So I presume the year sevens get involved. This is very exciting, World Book Day, but is it the slightly older pupils that, that don't want to get involved? Yes, so very rarely do the, the older students, the year 11s or sixth form, get, get involved, but the majority of the lower school do and all of the teachers do. So, Have you got to teach any year 11s today, sir? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Willis, good luck. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Send our love to everybody at the school. Thank you very much. Cheers, Thank my you. man. Take care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're right now, we're fully focused on blockbuster video, Get Me to the Screening of Point Break. That's the movie we've selected, the 1991 Swayze Keanu Reeves classic that we're going to be putting on in a very swanky screening room in London, Soho, with lots of food and drink, and you lovely people are going to be in attendance. Your chance coming up next. But in order to do this whole thing, I had to join a blockbuster video, which was no mean feat because there aren't many left in the world, which, as regular listeners will know, led us to talking to the general manager named Sandy, of one in a little town called Bend in Oregon. But now we move from Bend, Oregon, to Perth in Australia. And on line one, we have Ian. Good morning to you, Ian. Good morning. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, how are you? Very well, thanks for asking. What time is it there? Uh, it's just after 3.30 in the afternoon. Just right. after 3.30 in the afternoon. So, Ian, we believe you listen to the podcast and you've got you've become quite invested in this whole blockbuster video thing. I am, yeah, and I do. Well, how lovely of you. And you call us with some incredible news. To think that when we embarked on this journey a couple of weeks ago, we mm. would find ourselves where we do this morning. Ian, uh, please show everybody what's happened. It's a sad day in Perth. It's, it's an RIP blockbuster day here in Perth. Um, the very last blockbuster store in Australia is closing. Its last day of business is tomorrow for, uh, for rentals, and then it's open for the rest of the month. For memorabilia only. Oh, what? Memorabilia <laughs> sale only. Nice. Which means I'm probably the only person in the UK who is currently a member of an operating blockbuster video. Yeah. So the one in Bend in Oregon has become the world's last blockbuster video. Wow. And I am a member and we are renting a film. <laughs> Whoa. This feels like when they try and bring pandas over to like Glasgow Zoo and stuff just to make sure that they don't go extinct. Yeah, yeah. We've yes. got to protect this blockbuster at all yeah, costs. Keep it alive. It's so true. That's what we're doing. So, Ian, were you a big fan of what Blockbuster offered? Do you have happy memories from what they call back in the day? Yes, back in the day, we, we so we used to, used to rent all our videos in the drop-off box when we were dropping them off late, two days late to avoid the penalties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, do, would you always rewind, Ian? Do you rewind? 
Uh, sometimes. Oh, oh well, what about like on the it. DVDs? Did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for ages with my keys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian, listen, we know it's a sad day in Perth with Blockbuster shutting down there, and thank you very much indeed for, for being brave enough to come on the air and tell us the news, and thank you ever so much for downloading the podcast and getting involved so far away. It really is very sweet of you. Right, Have a good day. Yeah, cheers, Ian. Take care now. So there we go. Wow. It's the last blockbuster video on Earth. I'm a member. I'm renting a film. It's coming to London, and I want you to be at the screening. Your chance is coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. When we embarked on this whole blockbuster video thing, there was no way we could have possibly imagined that it would become the most famous retail outlet in the world. Yeah. The New York Times have just published they an have, article yeah. about Blockbuster. Thanks to Kate, you just said it came up in her Facebook feed. The article is about the last ever Blockbuster on the planet in Bend, Oregon. It's a one-of-a-kind, a corporate remnant just off the highway near a cannabis retailer and a pet <laughs> cremation service. That's my Blockbuster! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has about 4,000 account holders and adds new ones every day, including yourself, including Dave. Including myself from 3,000 and odd miles away. It's such an honour to be a member of, of the blockbuster video in Bend, Oregon, the last on planet Earth, and we are renting a film from there. We have chosen, after so many suggestions from you, the audience, Point Break. That's what you wanted to see, so that's what we're putting on, an exclusive screening. And to be there, we need look no further than the incredible 1990s-esque trailer that accompanied the movie, and we'd be getting you guys to give us... The best 90s movie trailer voiceover you can, but from your actual life. Matt's had a go. Matt talked about heated seats. Mm. Glenn had a go. He talked about making scrambled eggs in the morning. And Emma, that means it's your turn. Are you ready to 90s voiceover your life? Let's do it. OK, here we go. When a girl just wants clean sheets on her bed but she's with a guy who didn't wash his sheets for a whole semester at university, she risks ending her relationship every time it's laundry day. And that is today, so I'll let you know how it goes. He went a whole semester without washing his sheets. Yeah, how disgusting. I'm on his side. Yeah, Matt came in yesterday and said, I, I'm with Stefan on that. Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah, it's really annoying. But I just like in the accent on this, it's slightly piratey. You, Okay, joining us now on line one, hoping to win her way into our screening, is Dawn. Good morning to you, Dawn. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. The weather's not good, but I'm doing good, thanks. Okay, well, sorry about the weather. May I ask what you do for a living? What are you up to? I'm... I'm a tennis coach and I'm uh, on my way to work, actually. A tennis coach on your way to work, Dawn. Have you got just a couple of minutes to give us a 90s movie trailer voiceover of your life? Yes, I have. Okay. Good luck, Dawn. It's all yours. Imagine, if you will, that something has gone terribly wrong. She stands on the tennis court. It's early morning. It's wet. It's cold. The balls don't bounce. Now accept the fact there's no escaping the terrible consequences. Her hand grips the racket harder. She can hear them. All of them. The children are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Dawn of the Dread. (laughs) Dawn of the Dread. dread. (laughs) Amazing. Dawn, you are coming to the screening of Point Break. We can't wait to meet you. Excellent. Good luck fighting against that weather and thank you for tuning into the show. 
Brilliant. Thanks very much. Cheers, Dawn. Take care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, and it is time for apologies, corrections, and clarifications. And mine starts with an apology to some neighbours. Yeah. Because I'm going to be correcting the bin system. <laughs> and I'd like to clarify that it's going to be a hundred times better. Now, here's a little twist in the story. Mm. Uh, I am a father. We talk about it sometimes on the show. Mm. And I got so much great dad advice sent into the show. But no one warned me that something so small can take up so much space in a house. Mm. Evangeline has about 18 different objects in which she just lays or sits on. Yeah. So we're having to move. <laughs> right. Yeah. We need more space. This yeah. has led you to, to go and live exactly. in Bumbleford or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we're moving to a bigger house, and yesterday we went to have a little look around the house and see where we would try and put furniture and all the rest of it. And I arrived early because I decided to map my new route home. So I, I got there early, and um, it was bin day. What a mess. Oh, <laughs> things there's, are going to change around here. There's going to be some big old changes. Wow. No way. You've not even moved in. You're already planning to rearrange their whole bin system. I was, I was, I, I did. I was waiting. I was, <laughs> You've wait, done it already. I was waiting what? for the estate agent and Sarah Jane to arrive, so I, I started to fiddle with the bins. Couldn't help yourself. It's an absolute mess. <laughs> Just quickly there. rearrange a few bits. There were loose <laughs> bin bags. <laughs> Oh what! Fly tipping. That is madness. My new council Foxes. have decided to monitor, have decided to tell everyone whose bin is whose hmm. by graffitiing the oh, door no. number just across the side of the bin. What? It looks like the alternate universe that Marty McFly travels back to right. in Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. It's a oh, mess. No, I don't remember there being bars on these windows. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. My American accent is just as good as yours. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, I, I want to apologise in advance wow. to my neighbours, but things have got to change. Oh, they need to no. be corrected. This needs to be clarified to the council. Oh. You can't go around doing that. And to my neighbours, if you loose bin bags... What a way to introduce yourself. You've been yourself. living a peaceful life, haven't you? Well, Bez is in town now, <laughs> so look out. Hi, I'm Dave, I'm the new bin monitor around here. I want to make some changes. No, I, no, <laughs> no. Don't make me like a nerd. Don't, like I've got a clipboard. Oh, you're the cool bin guy. Is yeah. that cool bin monitor, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm wearing, I've got no top on, but I've got a high-vis. Just a vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glistening. My body's glistening in the right, midday yeah. sun. With yeah. what, bin juice? Yeah, yeah, it's all over me. I've got it in my hair, and it's sort of made it kind of ruffled and tousled oh, with bin juice. Wow. And then it's like, what's that sound? Oh, my God, it must be the hot bin guy from number four. Wow. So I'm just kicking the bottom of the bin to get it back onto the Wheel. Wow. Dragon, dragon nice. two at long at once. That's what we call in the business a wheelie. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Wheelie. It's yeah. what's, is that? I can't. What is that? Is that? It's his tricep. My goodness. <laughs> how many bins is he moving at once? Oh, look at our new neighbour. Oh. Why do you have bins so much? <laughs> I don't know. I feel slightly aroused. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Only two bins, Dave. I work on a dust cart, I take three. Come on, keep up. <laughs> How would you do Thank three? You. Logistically. I have no idea. Impressive. But I mean, would you I don't you haven't put a name on this text, but would you like to move in with me? <laughs> <laughs> 
reckon Dave ride along on the truck one day? <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be a dream day. Oh no, it? it's like you know they do fine work, but it's about it's not about collecting the bins. It's about it's putting them back in the right it. order. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's a very specific tail end of the whole rubbish process. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shall I move on? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Just move on. <laughs> Matt, have you got anything you'd like uh, to apologise yeah, for? I mean, correct. Just to clarify, I was very down about heated seats uh, on this show earlier in the week, and I must clarify there there is a plus side. Thank you to someone on Twitter who calls himself Tattooed Dan. He looks like quite a character, Tattooed Dan. He's a Chelsea fan. He's also a liberal vegan, just like you. And he says the best use for heated seats, this is a bit of a life hack from Tattooed Dan, the best use for heated seats is when you pick up a pizza the heated seats will keep yes. them warm oh, on the journey that's home. That's a good idea. Which is especially good for me because Domino's don't deliver to my rural abode out in Bumbleford or wherever <laughs> it is. So I, I now have the ability to keep the pizzas warm. So drive to drive to the Domino's or the Pizza Hut. Yeah. Put them, pick put them on up, the heated seats. Put them on the heated seats and they're so hot. It's almost like a, it's a mini oven you're taking them on. Why so. don't it make the car smell a little bit? Yeah, but I suppose it's it the best smell. Yeah, lovely pizzas, yeah. yeah. Okay, we all have different things in life that get us through the night, I suppose. Oh. Anyway, thanks for the clarification, Tattoo Dan. That's good. Thank you, Tattoo Dan. Emma, is there an apology, a correction or clarification you wish to make? Yeah, I want to clarify something that's been bothering me for ages, for 12 years, in fact. Wow, OK, um, good. Bear with me. So when I first met one of Stefan's friends, he's one of those people that uses his middle name as his first name. He just goes by his right. middle name, which okay. is Daniel. But then he told me that his middle name is Daniel, which is technically true, but we all know him as Daniel. So I was like... All right, so your name's Daniel, Daniel. (laughs) And for 12 years, they have been taunting me with the fact that they think I was stupid enough to think that his first name and his middle name were the same. Which I didn't. I was just... You're clarifying being, this I'm now. I'm clarifying that I'm not stupid enough to think that someone's name is Daniel Daniel. Because I, I know him. He's Mr. <laughs> he's Mr. Daniel, This is what happens. <laughs> Claire, this is what happens every time I try and bring... I, I can't say it to them. So I'm setting the record straight on air because every right. time I get irate about it, they're like, well, yeah. you're just showing that you're... Getting agitated. Yeah, yeah. So you want to clarify that you were aware this person wasn't called Daniel Daniel? I'm not that stupid. OK, thanks, Please Emma. tell me his surname is Daniel's. Exactly. Daniel, Daniel, Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Daniel, Daniel, Daniels. <laughs> Connecting you right now. Uh, Glenn? I uh, just want to clarify my middle name's Glenn. Um, <laughs> my, I want to clarify to my housemate. Uh, she'll have noticed that uh, whenever I'm not in the flat, whenever I'm away for a couple of days at a time, uh, that her shampoo lasts a lot longer. And um, I just wanted to know that, that isn't a coincidence. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time to arm you with all your social ammo. So, Matt Dyson, uh, I'm privy for once to what's coming up here, and we've got two glorious, glorious stories. Two great pieces of audio coming your way. The first one being from the President of the United States of America, who's been uh, having a little meeting with Apple CEO Tim Cook, and he thanked him for all the work he'd done at an event that was hosted by Ivanka Trump and uh, had a bit of a slip of the tongue. I mean, you've really uh, put a big investment in our country. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Oh, no! Tim Tim Apple. Apple. Tim Apple, not Tim Cook. (laughs) 
this because I knew you were doing it. I mean, that's just. I mean, for the. I mean, it's okay for anyone else, but you're the president of the United States of America, for heaven's sake. You've got to know the name of the CEO of the biggest company yeah. on planet Earth. That's Do amazing. you reckon it's because because he's made his whole career and fortune on having businesses of his own surname? He thinks uh, that's how businesses yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There'll be like an Apple Hotel and stuff at Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was looking through my phone and this, I, which I've never done before. I never looked through my contacts, and obviously, thanks to Tim Apple, it gets to store everything in the cloud. Yeah. Um, I've got cracks at 18 mark. Oh, I've right. got Dave Monaco travel agent. <laughs> I've got Dan Dan the sausage man. Oh, heaven knows him. I've got, De- I've got Denmark Catherine. Denmark Catherine. <laughs> to be honest, I'll never forget. Wow. Um, so what you else is Similar naming policy to Trump. Then, that's <laughs> yeah, it's okay for me. You know. Hats off to uh, a guy from BuzzFeed, Ryan Mack at BuzzFeed, who's changed his name on Twitter to Timmy Apple. Says he's going to try and get the whole gang together. Tim Apple, Jeff Amazon, Elon Tesla, Mark Face. Facebook, all of them are going to be getting on board. Just a little word of advice to Tim Apple. It is no fun having a fruit for a surname. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yes. that's very official, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, it is. Uh, the other one is an update on Onel Hernandez. This is a Cuban-born German footballer who plays for Norwich in the Championship. A few months ago, uh, I think it was an article for the programme, I think it was a matchday programme or a local magazine that said, what's your favourite thing about living in Norwich? And he said, it's the Argos, just round the corner from my house. He's never been to an Argos before and was blown away by the whole system of the catalogue, the ordering, the picking up from the, when it comes down the conveyor belt. And he was blown away and he's now done a meet and greet at his local Argos and he's been speaking to Radio Norfolk. Um, the construction, like um, you come to the shop and uh, you look in a catalogue and whatever you, you need, you have all inside, you search it, the number and then collect point B and then you take it and you go home. The best what you can do. It's amazing, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's seeing it with fresh eyes, I think we've been taking Argos for granted. All of us have. Explains. Let's hear again. Let's hear this footballer talk us through the process of Argos. Now, bear in mind, there's Argos around you. You know what I mean? uh, You should go and use it more regularly. Um, The construction, like um, you come to the shop and uh, you look in a catalogue. Yeah. And whatever you, you need, you have all inside. You search it, yeah. the number, and then collect point B, and then you take it, and you go home. You go home. That's what you can do. It's amazing. amazing. I like it. Changed his life. <laughs> Changed his life. They should make that the new Argos advert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just him really in front of a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. Just delivering that message. Incredible stuff. Uh, so that's your social hour. As I always say, you'll be speaking about this later, and I've saved your data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Ah, there you are. So it wasn't too long ago on this very show we established that there's nothing sadder than seeing a roller coaster go around with no one on it. Mm. We can now add to that list children dressed up for World Book Day in tears. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Producer Mark's adorable little daughter Lulu. Not happy at being an elephant today. <laughs> it's such an adorable picture. An and that's the, what well, I'm realising is you shouldn't smile when children are crying, but you just... Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. Evangeline's face just goes down like this and she's about to cry and I go... <laughs> 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 yeah. When the bottom lip wobbles. Oh, oh, I don't mean to. Actually oh, wobbling. I don't want to. <laughs> anyway, the Daily Smash today is children's books and literature versus the playlist. Of course it is. And these are the ones from around the studio. I've got Boys to Mr Men. 
Good. Nice. Yeah. I've got Gruffalo Soldier. Nice. <laughs> oh, he's Gruffalo Soldier. Yeah. yeah. That's good. If you match up with Glenn on Wordplay, you know you're doing something. Yeah. Right. And I've got Sean Coombs on the broom. <laughs> oh, uh, Matt, lovely. what have you got? I know you've got a triple whammy coming out, which I'm very whammy. excited about. <laughs> We're going on a share hunt, uh, is the first one. Um, <laughs> We're not scared. The, 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 great of the, great. the snail and Noah and the whale, and uh, the C.S. Lewis classic Snoop Lion, Bewitched, and the Shane Wardrobe. Oh, oh yes. wow. Should have done the first one last. Yeah, yeah should have been yeah, last. Really? Yeah. Sean Coombs on the broom. Save it for yeah, last. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Emma, what you got? I got the tiger who came to T Rex. Yes. Nice. The little yes. princess of China and Matilda. Oh. Oh, I thought it was Dr. Dre. I thought that was... <laughs> no, that would be uh, Matilda. Matilda. Don't touch that dial. So, apart from Gruffalo Soldier, what else you got, Glenn? Hanson and Gretel. Adele's Roll Dahl in the Deep. And Winnie the Who. Alice Cooper in Wonderland. Dear Zoo Fighters. The Notorious BFG. Nice. Classic. Of course. Sting of the Dump. (laughs) From Brummy Owl. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Blink 182 Dalmatians. (laughs) Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Roses. Oh, very good. Rag and Funny Bones Man (laughs) from Kenny. Paddington Bear Naked Ladies from Guy. Very good. They Might Be Big Friendly Giants. Uh, Wow. Jack and the Keen Stalk from Neil. I love that image of the members of Keen all on top of each other, (laughs) leading up to the clouds. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? It's beautiful. Uh, Snow Patrol White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, and finally, green eggs and wham! Oh! <laughs> well done, everybody. What you got over there, man? Uh, Dominic Walton's gone for Diary of a Wimpy Ugly Kid Joe. Uh, Lord of the Wings from Ken is a double hitter. Stick Manfred Man from Kevin. Andy Vunny Polar Dunn has gone for The Secret Savage Garden. <laughs> Very nice. That's the final wordplay for the week, isn't it? Yes. But the Daily Smash will return on Monday. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio on your Thursday morning, which means tomorrow is Friday, and that means... Once again, our Emma Jones will be reading your news. It's very popular, this feature, isn't it, Emma? Yeah, I like it. You get a lot of love for this. Yeah. I mean, some people were questioning your journalistic integrity when I got you embroiled in a dummy spitting contest earlier in the week. (laughs) That doesn't mean I'm not a serious journalist, guys. Precisely. So, tell us what's going on in your world. Email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That is dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Emma and a team of trained professionals will be standing by, ready to extract your news. And then tomorrow, live on The Breakfast Show, Emma's going to give it all the bells and whistles, the full treatment. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Finn. But before we go, we will name the daily podcast, available to download from all the usual places. If you've missed anything, you want to relive some magic moments, then subscribe now. As I say, from all the usual places, why not give us a little rating? As long as it's five stars, it's totally fine with us. Um, But producer Mark, what on earth are we going to call it? 
So we've got Phil Collins and Meatloaf whittling a chair leg. Oh, yes. It's a new idea I've got for an ITV show. <laughs> yeah, they've got, I mean, they've done everything else. Yeah. Celebs perfect, whittling, the yeah. great British whittle-off. Yeah. It's the only one remaining. Way. OK. Severus Snape is on line one. Oh. <laughs> I'll say, oh, dutiful teacher, Mr Willis, who's gone to school dressed up as a character from a book on World Book Day, even though none of the pupils have. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he have a beard? He's a child who lives in Corfu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an awkward interaction, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Um, again, well, book day based. Uh, chat quickly turned to Gerald Durrell, uh, my family and other animals. Um, we met lovely listener Gracie. She's only 10 years old. Her mum's dressed her as Gerald Durrell. We thought that would involve a beard and everything. But as one listener pointed out to Matt, Gerald Durrell, at the time of the books, was eight. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he have a beard? Yeah. And finally, it's no fun having a surname. Sorry, it's no fun having a fruit as a surname. It's true. As President Ooh. Trump has pointed out to yeah. CEO of Apple, Tim Apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I say, you can download the podcast from all the usual places. It shall be named Why Would He Have a Beard? He's a child who lives in Corfu. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.